Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. Great beer is about drinkability. Doesn't matter the style. You guys are like walking beer Wikipedia. That's the first time that you've ever accepted me as a person. Or you have a fermentation in your gut. I'm jet propelled at all times. (laughs) How many guys do you think that you have the privilege to slap? Somebody who's never tasted a commercial example. And this is how you know everything about this beer? Please, you don't. I think that's bullshit. (laughs) I think it's bullshit, too. Wow. Are you guys going to arm wrestle? No. No. We're going to teabag fight. You heard of Junkyard Wars? Can I get another high five? Now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers, craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with, well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. Hey everybody, welcome to The Session. We have a good one for you, and I appreciate you guys sticking around. Well, not even sticking around, but I appreciate you guys clicking on the play button to hear this episode uh, because I have a feeling, even though it's only me in the studio and Sully in the virtual studio, I feel like it's going to be a, a, a reckless show because we have a lot of stuff to get through, a lot of drinking to do. We are on the phone with Josh from Setting Sun Sake Brewing Company out of sunny San Diego. It's a lot of S's in one sentence, but that's okay. I have a filter for it. I'll just do it in post and fix all of my sibilant S's. Josh, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. I'm doing superlative. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Well, hey, I appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, and, uh, you know, we were talking just uh, a couple seconds ago about how much sake you sent. And uh, you were very generous, man. I really appreciate it. And I'm, as I'm unpacking the box the other day, I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be either this is going to be one of the greatest shows of all time or it's going to be a mess. Because yeah. well, <laughs> there's a ton to get there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And you know, this is uh it, it's it's going to be a good show, man, because I know I know enough about sake to be dangerous with my dumb questions. And that's it, right? And so I'm very curious uh, just from a home brewer level uh on making sake at home and and the ingredients to do it right and all that kind of fun stuff. But I also want to talk about culturally what sake means to you and why you're bringing it to San Diego and and what you're trying yeah. to do with your ingredients. And then also also triple also you have um, session sake, is what you're calling it, uh, sake yeah. in cans, and I, I sort of just want to open one now because, uh, you know, we've had a, a hell of a time trying to set up the audio, but uh, I'm trying to wait, I'm trying to wait on it, but maybe I should just yeah. open a can. Dude, uh, crack, crack that tasty can. 
Which one is it? <laughs> <laughs> Which one should I do? I mean, I don't even uh, have it. Start, so start with the Arizona Bay. Uh, so I'm actually drinking our uh, Ronin Genshu. It's uh, something you only get in the tasting room, and it's the uh, straight dope. It's the pure uncut sake, and it kicks it around uh, 18.5%. Um, and I like it. So I'm going to just drink this through the whole thing, but I'm, I'm familiar <laughs> enough with the product that I could talk you through everything. <laughs> well, you know what? Um, miss, missing a beat. Yeah, that's fine. I appreciate it. And th- th- that's the kind of vibe that I get from you just already. You just, you, you're going with the flow literally right yeah. now because you're drinking sake. You know enough to just be like, well, I don't care what happens. We're going to, yeah. we're going to get information out and we're going to hang out. And I appreciate well, so that. You, you know enough to be dangerous and I'm confident enough to be dangerous. And together <laughs> we're going to get something done. Yeah. <laughs> well, how did, how did you get into sake, man? Let's, let's just jump right in. Yeah, that goes, uh, I'm going to start a little further back than getting into sake. I, I, uh, in my twenties, I did neon sign repair and, uh, that had me traveling all over the United States. And the funny thing about, uh, casinos, uh, we contracted casinos for the neon sign repair. And the funny thing about casinos is they put them in really terrible spots uh, of America, just like wherever, wherever you wouldn't want to be, they can put a casino there apparently. And I went to them. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And uh, I liked that job because it was a lot of problem solving, a lot of, uh, you know, like travel. It was uh, it was very compelling. But as I uh, as I as I grew more confident and competent in that business, I I really like stopped enjoying being at work because I had found craft beer. Uh, A lot of casinos in northern California. So I'd be up in uh, Geyserville uh, or uh, in um, uh Eureka and I'd be hitting up uh, a lot of breweries up there and so so I really kind of stopped enjoying being at work and I wanted to be at a brewery more often so I uh started reading homebrew books and uh uh homebrewing and uh listening to the session and Dr. Homebrew and all the oh (laughs) damn dude okay yeah well here I was trying to impress you but now you know now it doesn't matter yeah, you can yeah. just He's been relax. stroking both of us the whole time. Yeah. It's been amazing. Take your that's, pants off. It's good. That's why he's a good marketer, man. We're just uh, doing so, it. So uh, I, 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 uh, I, I just wanted to be in a, a brewery all the time. I thought this would be something I, I could be good at and would mm. want to do all the time. Also, they were okay with me being drunk at work. Um, so I got a job working for Black Market in Temecula. Okay. Um, and so I was the seller rat. And, and being a small, small brewery of like three or four people, like cellar rat is not exactly the term. It's like CFO slash delivery guy slash uh, construction worker. It's, it's everything. I, sure. I loved it. Okay. <laughs> um, you li- so, okay. You liked doing that. Let me just pause on it. You enjoyed just being the jack of all trades kind of a guy? Yeah. I like a challenge. I like to learn. Okay. I like to grow. And I like to, to see how, how, how much I could do. Right. Yeah. And so, okay. Um, was it one of those things where you kind of like went in for one job and they were like, hey, this guy can do it all. And that's, you know, <laughs> so you just sort of gravitating to, can you do no, the th- accounting books? <laughs> no, no, I really can't. Um, but, uh, still don't. Uh, no, it was one of those things where I was more disillusioned and I thought it would be really, really cool to be a brewer. And uh, I was willing to do <laughs> sucker. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it, it is took. right yeah yeah uh, <laughs> and uh i was willing to do whatever it took to to get that job to be that thing to do that thing and and the more i enjoyed it the more i liked doing it uh the more i really liked the idea of not having a boss 
uh, at all. There we go. And I yeah. thought the only way to do that was to, if you want to be a captain, buy a boat. And uh, so while at Sucker. Black Market, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Here we are. Look yeah. at this. <laughs> uh, but uh, so, so I knew that I wanted to do that. And I, my, my thought was as a, uh, uh, a lifelong lover of learning, but not a person who went through academia, uh, I would just do every job. And so I just started getting jobs while working at a brewery. I'd work at another brewery. I'd volunteer at places. And, um, it, and, and I also took a vow of poverty. So that was, that's what allowed <laughs> me to get to here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, but in my pursuit, I got to work for some of the largest breweries in the world. I worked for Stone. I worked for Polaner Hawker Shore. Uh, I, I got to, to see beer at many different levels and uh, do different things with beer. And in that time, while pursuing becoming the best brewer myself, beating up Evan Price for recipe secrets or, uh, y y you know, uh, Devin uh, Randall or, or, or uh, um, anyone else I can get my hands on that knows what beer is. Mm -hmm. you know, how do I make this better? Uh, I fell in love with sake. And, uh, and then it got crystallized while at Fuller's, uh, experiencing Fuller's London pride and all of its glory and, and beauty for what it should be appreciated for, uh, but just can't be because it's shipped to America and that's, there's just inlaid problems and costs in that. And so I thought, because I got addicted to that aha moment of sharing yeah. what I love about beer, yeah. I thought if I could share that aha moment with sake, I would get like a bigger, deeper high. Wow. Okay. <laughs> well, do, well, do you remember like that moment though? You were like, were you having sake somewhere? Of course you were. And it was like, I fucking want to do this, man. Yeah. I, like, I, well, at what point, even more to the point, at what point do you realize that sake shouldn't be hot? Ah, early. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> it took me a long time of like, well, sake is really only just like, uh, like an extra, you know, load of, of powder in the in the bullet, right? <laughs> in the mm. in the gun to like just get you you dropping in that that uh, asahi or whatever, be. and then there you go. It can be. Sure. It very much can be. So, but it doesn't so have to be, out. right? I came to sake the same way that you came to sake. I came to beer very similarly to how you came to beer. I uh, I tried mass market stuff somebody said hey try this it's better i said hey this is actually considerably better i then lost my mind um and and opened a <laughs> sake brewery uh but you find sake the same way you have to get past the macro stuff and there's a kind of an unfair truth that we won't really want to talk about is that most sushi restaurants aren't owned and operated by Japanese people sharing the best part of Japan. Mm -hmm. uh, they're, they're owning strip mall stuff that's designed to take money from white people. And it's cool. It works. My um, the my favorite uh, sushi place that I've been to is out in Pleasant Hill. It's called uh, Joe's Honda, uh, run by a Korean family. So they push soju. Soju, soju, all the time. Let's go. Soju. No, no sake. Soju. <laughs> Which so it, is, it, it makes more sense. It does. It really does. Yeah, because that's just culture, what they're into. But it, it's sort of like when you go to a sushi place, you expect to have sake. And it's like, well, I mean, they have like the big like bombers of I, I guess the sake is good. And they so, have nigiri and stuff. But it's like or nigori. 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 Thank you. They have nigiri, nigiri too. Nigiri <laughs> you don't want to have nigiri. Nigori. It's the fish. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, they have so, it. Anyway, so check this out. To your uh, point. The, yeah. the whole entire thing is that 
Um, so you were asking about a lot of the sake is imported and it's not exactly true. If you go to BevMo or Total Wine or whatever representative big box shop you've got in your place, you'll see a lot of Japanese labels in kanji with little English on it. And then you'll see it was made in Folsom, in uh, Berkeley, in huh. Los Angeles. And uh, they have a brand and a product that works very well for the market, but it's not what they would call sake if you were to ask them about Japanese sake. And it's not to the say that I'm not trying to denigrate. It's just like I also drink Coors Light sometimes. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You know, like, so I also drink Gekikon. I mean, I, my, my, my buddy Yosuke makes some great stuff there. And I, I think that it's exactly what it is. It's the same thing I feel about uh, Coors Light. It's exactly what it is. Is sake uh, for you just to, to be always in like you what am i trying to say like a like a whiskey right i feel like you don't really go to a, a bar and go you know let me get some like a powers or whatever like if you want to drink whiskey you're going to go drink like a nicer whiskey is sake the same or is it just like you said like it could be a coors light sake or it could be um a celebration ale sake or a 21st amendment sake there you go There's thank a- you you're welcome <laughs> Yeah, we got to keep him happy to keep him here. Come on, right? he just, I'm the right. sponsor. I'm the sponsor too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's like cool. a placement. Yeah. Hey, you uh, you, you serve uh, food at your establishments, right? You can serve yeah. sake. Let's get let's get some sake into your gluten. Oh, here we go. Let's do it. I'm, All right. I'm trying to make a sale I'm down right with now. It. Let's okay, do so it. There's, there's a lot to unpack when you talk about the 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 qualitative or quantitative purposes or uses of sake. When we talk about sake in mass. There's grades of sake that some people like to discuss being futsushu, uh, uh, ginjo grade, and daiginjo grade. And what those are referencing is the polishing of the rice. Okay. And in, in referencing the polishing of the rice, that is a very uh, simplistic way of describing quality. It's not to say that futsushus are uh, not good, right? But it's by and large that they're made in mass to be table sake or to be consumed uh, as a uh, as not a celebratory kind of beverage, right? You're just trying to get drunk. Uh, uh, but that's not to say that futsushis can't be beautiful and great. G- uh, ginjo grade and dai ginjo grade uh, is the uh, premium level milling and everything that setting sun sake does as to date uh, is uh, ginjo grade, which means that we have a semi-buai or polishing rate of 40% removed and 60% remaining. When I discuss futsushu, I'm discussing 70% remaining, 30% removed. And what we're removing is the bran, chaff, and endosperm of the kernel of rice, in addition to proteins and lipids. Those proteins and lipids can tend to produce off flavors either during brewing or later in in, causing it to be unstable on shelf storage. So by by removing How are you removing the endosperm? Isn't the uh, endosperm Matt, right in the middle there? or? Uh, so it's kind of off to the side. Uh, okay. So it, <laughs> I have a talented assistant bringing some polished rice over. Uh, this is our. <laughs> this is not going to look well because of the, the camera. But uh, That's all right. The way the rice is, is, is positioned is if you were to look at it like a football, right? Yeah. right? That's kind of like a, a, a wheat germ or a, a, a – you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. They tumble it and it becomes spherical. Uh, in that tumbling, the uh, the endosperm is actually located more to one side of the uh, rice I kernel see. than the other, and it gets polished away by virtue of that. 
Um, and it takes about 12 hours to produce a ton of ginjo grade rice and about uh, 18 hours to produce uh, a ton of daiginjo grade rice. Daiginjo is 50% removed, 50% remaining or up. Those crazy savages go up to like 9% remaining. Jesus. And uh, that's just a hard flex. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and this is just a mechanical process, just like a tumbler or something? And Yeah, it's these uh, giant stone wheels that fit together like, like this, and they spin. And as the rice becomes the right size, it drops through. Though okay. it has to be polished so as not to overheat, because that'll cause it to crack and shear and become broken and no longer good for the uh, koji brewing process. So there's a lot of effort that goes into the rice, and I work closely with uh, Sun Valley Farms up in the Central Valley of California. Uh, they grow Calrose rice, which is a varietal mm-hmm. rice that was designed yep. to grow here in California. It's a premium rice grown here in California, and uh, I'm looking as uh, Matt from the Keller's walking in to cause trouble. We're not <laughs> open today. <laughs> Um, so it's a premium grade rice. It's, it's exported all over the world, but, but it's kind of by virtue that, uh, 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 Florida oranges are popular while Valencia oranges are delicious here in California. Like, uh, <laughs> we talk about other types of rice. Cal, yeah. Cal rice is a beautiful rice. Um, it's just not a sake identified rice. So in that, I don't claim to make Japanese Nihonshu. I brew American sake or Californian sake, but, uh. Yeah, I hope I answered that. But. <laughs> so with Jingo, so. Di, is it Dai Jingo and Jingo? Uh, Ginjo, G-I-N-J-O. I should know that. I've read it enough on a menu. Um, That's okay. But is it, is it also, so you're saying it's just not the polishing process, but it's qualitatively better as the way it's handled and moved through the process and other ingredients that are used, or is it just yeah, based solely yeah. on the rice? You could say that, but I mean, I think you understand from industrial food processing and processing grain, it's like they all kind of get, this is their special batch thrown in 50 pound sacks, thrown on a pallet, thrown in a truck. You know, it's, it's, yeah, it is what it is. (laughs) But the way, but the way they handle it, you know, when they're, when they're actually making it and they're moving it through the system of the soccer, is it like. uh, through through the mills, uh, there's there's actually only two mills in California right now operating. Mm-hmm. One of them closed because of COVID, but uh, they're opening the third one back up in June. Means more rice is coming my way. Uh, but uh, through that process, they're handling it special because they're having to handle it more. It requires a lot more laborious processing to get it to there. Uh, all rice is brown rice. One love, you know, and it's through <laughs> removing those outside parts that gets it to that white part or what's called the shimpaku the uh pure pure heart of the uh rice got it yeah okay yeah me too man i love the japanese language i think it's a beautiful language but i i could never like i don't understand i don't it just it sounds i want to speak clearly i do not read or speak japanese i do my best to sound as much like the person who can yeah so that i do my best job for sure but i i, I lean hard on my friends who do all the translation <laughs> yeah it's god it's such a good language and if i could learn one language it would yeah. be that because it just sounds so beautiful uh, if if there's a trick that nobody's told me i'm wrong yet i'm sure i'll have people tell me i'm wrong but mm-hmm. it, it's hit every phoneme like if it's if, 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 it, if it seems like a phonetic hit just Hit it hard. Just do it. Yeah, for sure. So, okay. So let's talk a little bit about the the sake brewing process because it is, you are a brewery, right? You brew sake. Yeah. 
It's a great question, and I'm going to turn it around, and uh, it's my turn to interview you, uh, handsome gentleman. Oh, shit. Uh, Josh, that's not how this works, dude. Oh, well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, go ahead, it's man. Okay. It's okay to fight it. I like it a little rough. Let's All do right. this. Uh, <laughs> what is sake? If you guys had to answer, to, if you had to explain to the audience, what is sake? I would say it's a wine. Uh-huh. It's a rice wine. Sully, don't count your, your, your don't have your bets. Answer. Let's get in there. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I mean, I, I think it's a rice wine. I mean, I think it's an. Well, first of all, it's an alcoholic beverage. I think it's derived as uh, carbohydrates. From you're not rice. on Jeopardy, uh, dude. <laughs> no, hang on. Let me let me work through this. Okay. And I think you're using, from what I understand, an enzyme to break down the starch yes. into a fermentable sugar, and I then you add you water, too. and then uh, you add water, and then you put it in a machine and you serve it to me, and then it's done. Yes. <laughs> in the machine. Yeah. In the machine. <laughs> I just put it in the machine. Yeah. In the machine. Uh, and you have, so, fer- you know, you, you have fermentation. It's probably, you know, classic fermentation process, I imagine. You're producing alcohol and CO2 as part of it, I imagine. Maybe not. So this I should is probably a great know part. this. It's okay. This is a great Why are you doing this to me? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a magnet. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know who I am? Uh, <laughs> uh, so... I like to think about sake as a wine as well, as a uh, 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 the way that you would contextualize through a bureaucratic process a uh, barley wine, a malt wine, a strong alcoholic beverage derived from a product, right? So a barley wine, wheat wine, rye wine, rice wine. It's a fermented beverage, right? Through it's by virtue of it not having hops, it can't be called beer. Trust me, I've argued at nauseum with people smarter than me. Um, <laughs> Paul Sangster. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Yeah. But uh, so, I'm sorry, Paul Segura. Paul Sangster too, but also okay. Paul Segura. So many Pauls. It's yeah, just, it's too a, many, really. It's Paul. Yeah. It's Paul. Um, so, uh, by virtue of it not having hops, it's not beer, but it it would fall into like a sati or or a uh, group type category okay. because we ultimately still have to brew it because it's uh, derived from a grain. Um, because I, so can, I consider it beer. Okay. Because I think of beer as, as, as part of the beer making process is you have to boil it. That's, I guess right. for me, that's the, 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 uh, one dumb argument between wine and beer. Well, beer, you have to boil and cool and all kinds of, do you have to do that in sake? So there's one extra level to this. And, uh, you've already alluded to it with the enzyme is that, uh, what segregates sake from beer, wine, cider, and meat is that it's a complex f- fermentation. Whereas, uh, all those previously listed beer, cider, uh, wine, meat, those are all simple fermentations, not in that they're easy to do, but they're linear. The beginning of the original gravity and final gravity is derived by your uh, uh, yeast performance. And then uh, that there you have your alcohol uh, from your substrate. Uh, in sake brewing, it's multiple parallel fermentation where two biological in- agents are engaging uh, in, a, in a fermentation or a metabolic process. Uh, separately that ends up being sake. So I have koji, which is my uh, uh, koji rice, and uh, I inoculate it with uh, the koji spore. Um, And that's a dry process that happens exogenously of the brewing. Uh, um, So so before we add the water. Yeah, I was going to say, you're you're talking to the brewing network. We don't know words like that. So thank you for for dumbing it down. Okay. Can I... uh, Let's bring it down. Yeah. I'm talking to homebrewers, though, so those guys are dorks. They can understand me. True. <laughs> Very true. I, I feel like I'm talking to my people. So you let are. Me, let me just sort of. Let me the, the dumbest of your people, yeah. 
Okay, well, I'll, where so, are the hops at it? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have Crowler? I, see that bin out back that smells like garbage? That's all the hops they add. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, in beer brewing, mm-hmm. you uh, you you have uh, four ingredients: you have malt, water, hops, and yeast, and you make what's ostensibly the world's coolest hot cereal, and then you drain off that liquid and ferment that and that becomes beer and like let's say it takes about eight hours to batch a beer Mm -hmm. and let's say about uh two weeks grain to glass let's say we're doing something quick um sake is uh two weeks of brewing with around 10 weeks of uh grain to glass um that's my process and anyone who's who's doing better than me great um i'm it's just what i'm doing it works for you um works for me um so the two weeks of brewing is uh, because we follow the Sandenyon brewing method, the, the multiple stage uh, brewing method, uh, which, which it's I like think the Charlie is, Papazian brewing method. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's the right. It's called the right way. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, right. in, in that we're, we're adding um, volumetric additions of all the ingredients. OK. Now, uh, of all the four ingredients in sake, we've got water which is the substrate we've got the rice which is the carbohydrate we've got koji which is uh aspergillus aroise is the uh latin name for, or scientific name for koji which is the japanese name for rice mold which is like just the plain name it sounds more romantic to call it koji so i'm gonna do that then rice mold yeah don't put that but, in the label no but if you were if you were to go to uh bsi and order fungal ant- fungal amylase d uh you're getting a liquefied form of koji um so it's it's used in your process it's used for uh haze boys uh and whatnot uh but but oh, it's, really? it's part of my <laughs> is it really my process too do you the people use it for like hazy beers uh if they're cool <laughs> <laughs> i don't know anybody's making a hazy beer that's cool but uh you know i'm just kidding uh, wah, wah, yeah. joking wah, wah, wah. yeah <laughs> cool. So, uh, so the koji uh, is propagated on the rice uh, in advance of the brewing process. And if you were to think about it, it's the living representation of the mash, right? Whereas uh, okay. uh, the, the, the malt is, let's describe it uh, uh, historically so I, I'm not uh, getting it wrong, but spread out on a malting floor, watered, begin to grow, and then you kill it with fire. Uh, and then you steal its life to make beer. And that's metal. I love that. Um, but it's not totally complete until you bring it into the mashing process, right? And that's where the enzymes are fully completed and you make the beer that you make. Uh, in sake brewing, the enzymes are provided uh, by the koji because the endosperm has been polished away. So you need an exogenous or outside enzy- enzymatic force. Okay, um, got it. So, so got the it. koji... Uh, whereas your two row is around like uh, 140 uh, diastatic conversion rate, I think my koji is somewhere around uh, 800 to 1200 oh on the God. diastatic conversion rate, and uh, it represents one fifth to one sixth of total grist. Uh, total total uh, grain addition is uh, one fifth or six is uh, is is my koji that I'm propagating outside. And what this does is it really ultimately allows me to have total control on my fermentation process where I work with the farm to get the rice polished to spec, 
I'm my own maltster in my koji brewing process. Hmm. And now, now I can begin brewing where I'm uh, steaming rice and adding uh, uh, volumetrically throughout the multiple additions. We'd start with the moto. The moto would be like getting a, uh, uh, yeast pitch going the day before if you're if you're gonna uh, do do a bigger batch the moto uh, uh, or or seed or mother batch is it represents to me and and again I'm gonna throw out my metrics and my values mm-hmm. and if anyone wants to correct me they're they're welcome to it represents 10% of total grist I'm adding 10% of my koji mai and my kake mai my my koji rice that has had the uh, enzyme uh, or the, the the mold grown on it, the, the koji grown on it, and and brought to fruition for enzymatic activity. Okay. And then ten percent of my just brewing rice—that's just bulk rice that, okay. that doesn't have anything. Uh, it, it's raw carbohydrate, and ten percent of my water, uh, and then uh, uh, yeast. And then, as I volumetrically go up, I scale down in days duration days between additions so it goes 10 percent, and then uh four days and then i'm doing 20 percent of grist uh and then uh three days and then i'm doing 30 uh was it 30 percent of grist and then the next day i'm doing the final 40 percent grist so i'm spiraling up as i'm spiraling down uh but what 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 i'm doing in this is i'm main and this is the this is the sauce for Mm -hmm. uh for sake and what i think holds sake different than other brewing practices in addition to its multiple parallel status is it's got a protracted or elongated aerobic fermentation condition where I'm going two weeks of spoon feeding it oxygen and water and, uh, and nutrient, not, not adding nutrients, but nutrient being like uh, the carbohydrate, um, that, that protracted aerobic phase, uh, allows it to uh, cleanly ferment up to 18, 19, 20% cleanly, right? Okay. Um, and uh, one of, before I got really into sake, one of the ideas that keyed me up to this was scouring every episode of the Brewing Network and listening to Vinny Salerzo talk about uh, <laughs> his, his process with uh, making his bigger beers. Right. And, because uh, and I, felt, that- I felt I could... I felt a parallel in that and uh, just yeah. to uh, dime him out. He is actually a closet sake freak. Uh, he probably doesn't <laughs> want it on his resume, but uh, he's, he's yeah. got that too. When you were saying that, that's what it sort of reminded me of is, is the way people say you should make like these big Belgian beers or like, you know, you can do barley wines by, by gradually adding the sugar. Is that, is that why is, be, yeah, thank you. So, um, is so because the, uh, you will stall it the, out. Well, the other side of the multiple parallel fermentation is the yeah. koji, right? Because these uh, these enzymatic properties are so uh, like well out of spec for brewing. You've got more than enough to dry terminal. You go so so, and and because the the raw ingredient you're adding is a carbohydrate, not a not a set sugar. I have theoretical original gravity and uh, 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 no original gravity, right? And and theoretical terminals. Okay, sure. So, so, so to me, sake represents the infinitely harder thing to do with no malt or hops to hide behind. That's true because yeah, you have no you have no starting gravity because it's all it does. It's, it's, it's just, a raw mat- it's a raw material that's right. acted upon and by the koji, and it, it goes through a liquefaction process and then slowly spoon feeds its sugar as it as it transitions through its fatty aerobic period and its a uh, longer. Uh, um, 
anaerobic period. And then wow. because what, what sake does differently than beer, though, here we go. We're adding layers on. Mm-hmm. Sake does grain on fermentation. Similar to mashing whiskey, you do grain on fermentation and you have to segregate the, the lees from the, the liquid. And in doing so, you're, you're segregate, segregating the kasu, K-A-S-U, or, or that would be all the, the, the proteins, lipids, the, the waste, metabolic waste of the yeast, the everything going on, a troube uh, of, of the brew. You're separating that from the sake and everything else is sake now. Uh, all sake, 100% of sake is filtered. If anyone says, I love unfiltered, they're uh, revealing that they don't really love sake. Uh, all sake is filtered. It's the to the degree that it's filtered okay. is uh, to the degree that we describe uh, nigori or cloudy. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and and uh, junmai is uh, so- clear sake or what would be ostensibly all other sake. So then how are you... How are you manipulating the flavors and aromas then? Because all sakis, are you adding other things to it? I mean, how is how is it? How do you end up with? Otherwise, it sounds like you would just end up with, you know, clear clear malt or something, you know, or so. So this is kind of like this is kind of my uh, goal with sake is is to use it as a prism to push everything else I love through it. I saw it as a, a ultimately a, a worthwhile thing to be good at, but also a a kind of blank slate that nobody else is pushing the boundaries on. Um, and so I make, uh, I, I teamed up with, uh, Pete Zine over at Alesmith and we made, uh, our Ronin black was a Jack Daniels barrel aged, uh, sake that used to have speedway stout in it. And, uh, then oh, we wow. added coffee wow. and chocolate to it to make a, a pastry sake. Oh, and Jesus. so in, in that I would be tarred and feathered and kicked out of Japan. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. How'd it turn out? Was it cool? Yeah, it was metal. (laughs) It was exactly it was it was a pastry sake. It drank lighter than a pastry sout, so you didn't lose your feet. Uh, But it had all the 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 flavors. Wow, that's wild. Have you uh, have you cracked open that Arizona Bay yet? No, I'm go. I will. Uh, Let's do that. Let's take a break. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll get some, uh, some of the sakes and we'll taste those and we'll still talk a little bit more about the process. Cause I do want to talk, uh, you get into that. Uh, if you're listening live on Facebook, ask questions in the chat and I'm sure, um, Sully will answer them for Josh. Hang on everyone. It's a session. We'll be right back. Segmented, demented, fermented, fermented. It's the session. <laughs> Hey, thanks for sticking around, everybody. It's the session. We are hanging out with Josh from Setting Sun Sake Brewing Company in San Diego, California. And I have two yes. cans in front of me and a bottle. Um, I have the Little Cloudy and the Arizona Bay. Which should I drink yeah. first? Start off with the Arizona Bay, man. That's that's the love letter to uh, that Arizona Bay. All right. So it, it, says, like. it says flip to enjoy cloudy. Yeah. So it's a uh, peach green tea session sake, and it's got uh, a little bit of peach, a little bit of matcha, uh, culinary grade matcha green tea in there. And uh, it should, uh, I'm going to let you get in a drink. Uh, and then I'll, I'll talk about it because I don't want to leave the okay. tasting. No, no, definitely don't do that. I love the label, by the way. It's very, it's very inviting and sunny, <laughs> but also it, it like, I feel like the, the, by virtue of the fact that there's peach in here and you're using yeah. like peach colors, it sort of like reinforces what I think I'm going to taste. And that's, it's, it draws me in. It's very good. Thank you. I tried very hard. 
you also, did good. It, it's it's the view you would have if California fell off the map. You've got the saguaro cactuses, <laughs> you've got the, the, the coastline. You know, learn to swim. <laughs> so how how so just one flip and that's it? Yeah, a couple yeah, flips. You don't want to shake it up. It's yeah. not like a baby. No, um, I didn't bring a glass. Slowly though, do it slowly. I didn't bring another glass. <laughs> Whatever. That's too fast. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, you know, it's it's an 8% drink. You could drink it over ice or you could drink it straight. Uh, it works both great ways. Over ice. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. It's uh, lightly sparkling. Um, Here it is. It is cloudy. So why is it cloudy? Let's talk a little bit about um, that. It's, it's uh, at 8%. I wanted to build up the body and mouthfeel of the sake. So I left a little bit of the rice uh, in it, see a little bit of the rice sediment. It's what makes a nigori cloudy. Um, it adds a perceived sweetness. Uh, in addition to that, the peach puree and uh, and matcha green tea is all in there. Um, so it, it definitely isn't meant to be drank clear. And if you if you don't shake it up, you it'll taste good. But then at the end of the can, you'll get a little uh, hell or high watermelon surprise. <laughs> <laughs> That's not supposed to happen anymore, by the way. But uh, I appreciate the uh, your back. <laughs> It's called a throwback, right? Yeah, that that is very sweet. I um, I I like it. I'm trying to understand it. I'm trying so to. So the matcha comes I'm across trying to get as around a great it. melon flavor. Yes, and then the sake. Yes, is uh, is this wonderful kind of rich flavor? And by virtue of the sake brewing process, it has more amino acids in it than any other alcohol. So it has more opportunities to compare and contrast. Um, what does so, that mean? Compare and contrast. Neener, more. Neener. <laughs> well, like it has more opportunity to, to enhance flavors, the, uh, ah, the okay. umami characteristic or, or just the, um, overall makeup of it. You know, this is, um, how long have you been, how long have you been doing these little canned session sake is what you're calling them. Uh, that project took me like a year and a half to launch and then we just launched it. Uh, I've been, uh, R and D it takes me forever to R and D. I was, three years in research and development before I even opened this place. And so it seems that I just moved slowly, but, uh, after a year and a half, stuff. <laughs> this is a really interesting product and, and it's, you're right. The, the, there is that melon flavor, um, which I'm sure is enhanced by the peach. Um, and it, it is sweet. It does have that mouthfeel and it does sort of clean up after itself. It does, it does kind of end on a little more of a dry note than, the mouthfeel would lead on. Hold on. You're saying it's super balanced and wants you want to drink more. Well, that's where I'm going with it. And so, you know what I mean? Like, like you, you drink that and the mouthfeel, it, it's kind of sweet and the mouthfeel is full and then it sort of dries out. Yeah. Right. And then and I, on purpose, I, I just it feels it like Indian food. It's fire to pair with Indian food. I, I <laughs> can imagine. Yeah. And so this is what I'm trying to do, right? Cause I've never had anything like this. I've had sake. I've had green tea. I love green tea. I've never had matcha actually, but anyway, um, peaches are great. All that kind of stuff individually. It's fucking fantastic. Put together, it's taken me a little bit to be completely honest because I've never had flavor combinations like this before. And and now that I'm having it and I'm taking multiple sips of this 8% <laughs> session sake, I, I really like it. This is some of the most unique flavor combinations that I've had in the space no, to, to date. Yeah, uh, absolutely. <laughs> because it keep talking, keep talking. I could definitely see this with with food. This is a a, a perfect food uh -huh. pairing, especially moving into like the spring and the summer, like we're about to do right now. Hopefully, if everything if the meters don't yeah. hit or whatever. Uh and at this 8%, is it's the perfect lawnmower sake. You know, you just drink it all day. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah. Sure. 8%, man. 
And you're in your only goblet. <laughs> yeah, well, because I, I didn't bring a glass because I'm stupid, but... Um, so I like to drink sake out of a wine glass, actually. If you're if you're at a loss, um, if we were to discuss drinking out of a choco, the uh, small ceramic cup you've got, uh, it's a really confined space and doesn't actually give the sake room to open up. Get, yeah, get in there. You're I'm frustrated. Trying. I can't get in there. That's what you're saying. <laughs> I get it. No, just keep going. You'll get in yeah. there. I believe in you. <laughs> So, so I like to drink uh, sake out of a, a wine glass, and it really allows it to open up. There's so much more to be had. And, and honestly, to the degree, this is going to sound wild, to the degree that an IPA uh, is a hard sell at first because it's like getting into a jacuzzi. If you cannonball into a, a, a bitter IPA, you're going to forever not want to go back. Yeah. But, but, but if you ease in, Stockholm Syndrome sets in, and you just don't even notice how uncomfortable you are from the waist down. And uh, <laughs> sake is a lot like that. Like once you get past the, the simplicity of it, right, you actually can un, uh, unpack it and unfold it uh, similar to Cantillon. You know, you, you got to get past the, the first yes. sour hit to yes. then get everything rewarding. Used and, to it. And, and unfortunately with sake in America, it's sold almost exclusively with raw fish and for a dollar to be dropped into an industrial light lager, there's just no way to get a good experience from that. <laughs> yeah, well, or at least a, a a beneficial experience. And and, oh, and you know, I've gotten drunk. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's and that's exactly sort of where I'm I'm going with that. Where like the sake itself, it, it there's like a, a you know it's a grainy sort of thing. And so if you're not used to sake and you're not used to all these flavors, it, you know, going together, you know, it's gonna it. In my opinion, it's going to take people a little bit, a couple of sips to get. But once you do, that that graininess of the sake is sort of what's left behind and maybe a little bit of like the peach. And you sort of want you want more of that sweetness. And I feel like there's a it's bunch of aging hipsters out there that are just they, they don't know where to spend their money next after the latest hazy IPA. And I'm telling them sake. Come on over. <laughs> peach, matcha. Let's do this. Yeah. Let's do this. Yeah, you're hanging out in I mean, Berkeley it, it, at Ashkenaz getting a pint of uh, of uh, Arizona Bay. I mean, you are it, it is kind of it's uh, it's disruptive I imagine to the sake community. So I'm kind of cu- curious like how has it been received? I mean, it's definitely a consumer product that a consumer would want to pull, but are you getting do you get like pushback at all or um, like, so cuz you're making something so unique and so different? I get a lot of people that are worried about pushback. Um, but we, <laughs> that's no, that's a real statement, man. There's a lot of people, people are coming are, up to you, but are you okay, Josh? Cause you're getting you pushback on it. Are you, how much pushback are you getting? And are, are you, you heard, able to heard have, about the pushback about the yeah. pushback on Reddit? <laughs> there, there's a, there's a person out there that is unaware of how much pushback they're getting and they just don't know how miserable they should be. Um, you talk about me again. No, yeah, uh, keep going. Here's the thing. <laughs> people in Japan, it, they they love American things. They they exalt them like they got American cars over there, and and what they love actually more than that is if somebody thinks things in Japan are cool, right? Like if they're like, oh, you think Jap- Japanese things are cool? I All love, right, I love Japanese. Get things. over here. I would be so cool and, in Japan. Yeah, I'd be huge in Japan. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm like six three. Yeah, you and me both, man. <laughs> dun dun. Uh, no, but uh, so so really realistically, like. 
people who brew sake in Japan, people who dig sake, they, they seem to dig what I do. People who are uh, unfamiliar with sake, uh, they sometimes throw preconceived notions on that mm. are not really there. Uh, I, I've been welcomed openly. And other than the language barrier, like, you know, there's, there's some cultural differences and there's some language differences, but ultimately like I feel like they're all rooting. So, I'm, so, you know, so what, you, what you're saying is that they don't know you don't know what they're saying behind your back. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because they say interesting. It's just oh, everything's so interesting. There's very little uh, play for the intonation. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. It fe- no, it's true. It feels like um, like the the uh, Japanese sake industry, for lack of a better term, is sort of maybe more welcoming than I would consider like the Belgian brute. Like if you went to Belgium. And have like, oh look, here's this uh, this triple that I made. I feel like you're not going to get as warm of a welcome because it's more of like, and maybe I'm making that up, but it's like you know, this is this. I don't is, think you are. So, you don't so know how to do this. To that. Yeah, there, there's something to that. Is that that um, what we call sake? And this is something I lo- I love unpacking. Is that we just don't understand how deep it goes. Um, so what we call sake is nihonshu is a nationalized beverage with a global indicator. So it can only Nihonshu can only come from Japan. Hmm. Um, we make sake, but when we say sake, that that's kind of a placeholder for alcohol. It's it's like a loose translation. And when you're ordering sake, it could be up to three different things based on geographic location. Uh, um, so there's Nihonshu, which is the the what we call sake. There's uh, um, uh, Okinawan sake, which is which is a distilled product, and then there's shochu, which mm. is a distilled product, which is different than soju, which is also a distilled product. Um, all these things are very different and and required. Like you have to tease them out to fully get it. I'm just trying to be the uh, the the starting gate for all of that. So mm-hmm. once I get you with uh, the Arizona Bay. And the Ronin Clear, we could start, you know, unpacking what Jazake is and, and how great it could be. Oh, geez. Um, <laughs> I do feel like this is like a pyramid scheme. And it's now, a bit of a Ponzi action. Yeah, and now we can't get out because now we know we're familiar with some of the terminology. Now we're, Sully, we're stuck. We can't leave. You're, well, you're curious. <laughs> you're curious and you want to buy some. Well, yeah, so, we're uh, like, and I feel funny, but I'm uh, okay with it. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so you're, 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 we're at entry level now with the Arizona Bay, which is uh, our peach green tea session sake. But once you hit the little cloudy, that's my SoundCloud wrapper. That's a. Uh, <laughs> okay. This is it. This is your SoundCloud account. I'm going to yeah. do it. I'm going to open it. It's got all that spice. It's a, it's what you want a Nagori to be. So it's an 8%. Nigori sake spiced with vanilla and chai spices. Get the fuck and, out of uh, here, dude. What is wrong with yeah, you? Lots. Yeah. How do you how do you come up with like how do you come up with these flavor combinations? So brewing doesn't pay good money. Okay. Um so I had to tend bar to to pay for my brewing habit. All right. Um and so you know I spent about 10 years t- tending bar and and I got, you know, had lots of fun doing that playing with flavor com- combinations and learning histories there. Also, I cheat, and uh, our uh, front house manager is a pastry chef by trade, and so she brings a full litany of kitchen knowledge to the table. So she wow. toasted the chai spices to really bring this out. Now, now you can talk. <laughs> I'm, I'm smelling this, Sully. I can't. I can't say a word yet. 
Oh, okay. That smells great. Kind of, I mean, man, I'm, wow. I, I don't have it in front of me, unfortunately, but I will get it later. Though, but I'm looking at the I'm looking at the label. The label looks amazing. Um, I, I used a local artist on that, Ethos One. Uh, he's uh, just a local guy that does script. I saw his stuff, and I'm like, that's pretty gangster. And if I had that, I'd be gangster too. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It looks great. I mean, it's uh, it has like an edge towards Japan, but it definitely has. Uh, it's definitely San Diego, which I don't know what yeah. that exactly means, but uh, it it looks like it. <laughs> That's the thing. And, and so there's a lot of people that are really concerned about, like, authenticity of sake. Where's the water come from? Where's the rice come from? And to that, like, we're 100% Californian sake. And we're, we're trying to be a, a, a new affectation, like, uh, like a new Belgian brewery doing Trappist stuff, you know? Yeah. I'm I'm working on this, man. Um, yeah, what do you think? What is it going on there? You you writing a PhD? I'm, I'm, Tell us what you think. Yes, I am. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. It's um it it it's like the other one, and and I I I want to apologize because it it I'm sure it's coming across like I don't like it, and that's not what yeah. I mean. That's not what I'm I mean not at all. That up yet. I, I, because I need to I need like with these these are new these are completely new flavors for me. Um, and I need to sit with them and have them a couple of ways. In case well, you guys an hour didn't know, and a half show, so speed it along. Come in on. case you guys didn't know, I'm a super taster. I've said it before, so I get overwhelmed. <laughs> My palate yeah. gets overwhelmed. And, yeah, you uh, got like synesthesia right now. I understand. Yeah, you man. Like, so it's it's good, and that's so and flash the lights. You'll have a seizure. It's good. <laughs> it's it's like the, the cinnamon nutmeg. I don't really know what what goes into chai spice, so that's what I'm picking up. Yeah, um, it's those things. It's smooth. It's it's light for what to me like the 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 looking at this cloudy almost has like a lavender tint to it. I'm thinking that's going to be a big hit on my palate, and it's not. It's very I don't say watery, um, but it's it's very light on the palate for for reading the ingredients. What you what you think it is? What it, what it sounds like is that you're you're you you want to like it, but you don't trust yourself yet. And what I'm saying is take another sip and That's really right. enjoy it. It's not it's not that it's is okay. So here's a question that might help or or whatever. Is is it the same is it this this is stupid. Is it the same sake in both drinks? Yes. Okay. It is the same sake in both drinks okay. that I'm flavoring differently in a RTD concept. Um, Thank you. you said because it. in the first one in the Arizona Bay, I I got more of the graininess. Um, in the um, in the little cloudy, I don't get as much of the. See now I do. This is weird, dude. You're fucking with my head. It with comes this. and goes. Yeah, it's yeah, like his first time he's gone to Burning Man. And he's freaking. <laughs> out. He wants to like it, but he's not sure. I'm, Somebody I'm touched him in a funny. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Should I follow you the are. trails? I don't too. know. Um, I I like it. I th- I think the 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 flavor combinations work really well, and I don't know why. And I think that's why I'm trying to like I'm trying to understand it more, and I'm trying can to throw I, out words, but can, like can I don't I get brag it. a little bit. Yeah, of course. Let me get in there and brag. So what you're tasting is how how much I'm mailing sake yeast number seven. Sake yeast number seven was uh, uh, the yeast I chose for our Ronin series. And uh, I chose that because I thought that it would have more cachet or purchase with the American beer consumer. And that's basically who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a lot of ethyl acetate production or uh, banana bubble gum. Right. And so, so you're getting a lot of the, the, the bubble gum, the clove, the kind of yeah. Belgian phenols, along with the vanilla and chai, and all that's kind of just making you want more. The You said bubble gum, and, and immediately you get the, the bubble gum with that vanilla sort of enhances those two things. And I and as you're talking about it, I go, I, 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 I kind of want more. It's it just, I don't know why, but whatever you're doing, 
it takes yeah. it's taking me a couple sips and cu- uh, t- sort of like like adjust the pH on my palate maybe or something to like it's like a calibration beer before you judge right there is definitely a I calibration that. thing that goes on but uh but with these sakes they're they're light and effervescent and, and yeah. should really open up your palate and, and, and and make you ready for what's next. See, and, and and I think that's a good point. Open up your palate. And, and, and I think that's the sensation that I'm sort of getting. It's, it, nothing's really sitting on there, but I still get flavor. So, you know, on the palate, it's dry, but I still taste the sake underneath, which is sort of like what we've always bitched about with barrel be- barrel-aged beers or whatever. It has to be a beer first. Well, to me, these are sakes first. And you can taste so, that underneath everything, which is sort of a testament to like how powerful the sake flavor is, how well it's made. There, there's going to be some sake nerds out there that are going to be upset with my interpretation of this. Sure, and I'm but. happy for that because I think that they, they're doing it wrong. Um, it wasn't enough for me to open a sake brewery in America to produce Japanese affectations to kind of expose people to, to sake. I had to go further. Mm-hmm. I had to go to where they live, and I had to go to places to reach them. And that's really what Arizona Bay and Little Cloudy are is how do I take sake just that little bit further? Because there's some people that have never had sushi, and therefore they've never had sake or they've never been to a Japanese restaurant. But there's people that would love it if they had if they knew it was there. And uh, also for the people who are lo- looking for that weird new thing, looking to unpack things like what's that IPA, what's that sour, sake offers so much nuance and character to unpack. I'm I'm, I'm hyping up sake though. <laughs> hey, I wonder why. Yeah. Well, yeah. What it sounds like to me is that you didn't want it. You don't want to do the traditional thing. You wanted to completely have fun with it and use all your experience that you've had since you've been in fermentation. Right. And, right. So and, I you know, because hops to sake, and that's the thing that I think. If anyone wants to be mad at me for something, please be mad at me for that. <laughs> all right. Well, everybody, let me give me your email address and get it out of the way. <laughs> yeah, you do. You did include a hopped sake. Um, yeah. That I want to get to on the next break. Cryo, cryo citra on that one, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, so here's a question: What temperature should these things be at? Um, so sake is wonderful to drink chilled and let it open up, right? Let it warm up. I like I like to drink my beer a little warmer, whether or not it's because I love German beer and European beers, and those are kind of warmer drinking. Yeah. Uh, you definitely want to like all of our sake is nama and and, and nama is uh, uh raw or unpasteurized sake so it's all still alive our sakes will age and, and uh, mature beautifully but uh if left out they will age and mature like uh women in las vegas um <laughs> so really oh, really well sweet. yeah <laughs> exquisitely yeah right okay good <laughs> i want to be clear on that yeah uh <laughs> But uh, uh, it's it's one of those things where you keep it cold, you mature it, it it'll age, and, and, and our sakes are, are are raw, so so you get that fresh aspect. But keep it at cellar temp when you want to drink it, okay. you know, and then let it warm up from there and let it unfold. There's a lot to uh, to explore because it's got you've got to look for the flavor, right? It's not like mm-hmm. so clear as with malt or hops where it's like, bam, that's citrusy. And I it's mean, like, it, it sounds like it's also sort of like the, should I put ice in my whiskey? Well, do you like it with that? Then yeah, go ahead and do it. Try it without first. And then yeah. that's what I always thought. Try it without, and then add a little water to see where you get where you want it. But 
you know. There's a lot of people that ask me about hot sake. And at the brewery, I exclusively do it uh, uh, as, as tight to Christmas as possible because it's San Diego. It's, oh. it's beautiful weather 11 months of the year. A mold, right? very, a mold sake? Yeah, Sounds kind of good, mold, man. Mold sake. Fuck yeah. And people love it. But outside of that, they're like, hey, can I get this heated up? I don't make my sake to be heated. Yeah. If you want to heat it up and you want to buy it, please. Now, do you secretly, like when they come in and ask for that, are you like, like, eh? Yeah, but you're- Are you judging from the get-go? It's like when when someone comes into a bar and goes, what's your hoppiest beer? So, so I, I used to, but it's that, that phase hopefully is shrinking faster than, than when I was in beer, because I also used to be against blending beers, you know, like, Oh, I was the same way. I was exactly the same way. I was like, what's the fucking point? And and then I stopped (laughs) caring and I realized it's fine. Get get over yourself. (laughs) And so, so to that degree, it's like, if you want to put my sake into a uh, a slushy and then go to a a child's water park to get blackout drunk, who am I to judge you as long as you're buying it? (laughs) Well, slushy. Now that's where I draw the line. Yeah. Uh, someone in the chat, Bob in the chat says he wants the stuff where you wake up under a bush. <laughs> and I'm like, I feel like I couldn't survive partying with Bob. I'd, I'd say that like, uh, uh, enough of anything will get you there. If you, if you believe in yourself, True. you can truly achieve anything. That's right, Bob. You're never too old to wake up under a bush, man. <laughs> and I'll prove that two or three <laughs> yeah, or 10 years. For sure. <laughs> so you said you just launched, so there's like a couple months old or? Yeah, well, they were they were available in the tasting room and undraft. We uh, Ballast okay. Point's been a huge supporter of us. Nice. Um, and so we've been on tap there. It's you know, thank you for all the people that have helped us get this far. Uh, and now we're offering it in cans. How? And uh, and so that yeah, we just launched those this month. How was rolling out a, a new project like this during COVID? I mean, that's got to be stressful as hell for you. You know. Nice. The, Everybody wants to ask me about how COVID's affected me. And, and to, to that, I, sake was really fucking difficult before COVID. Mm-hmm. And so that hasn't changed. Okay. So, <laughs> That's totally fair, man. I actually forgot we were in COVID there until you brought it up to Jason. So thank you. Yeah, you're yeah, welcome. Thanks, jerk. Yeah. Well, look, I wasn't going to say that I that you pivoted, but uh, it just it's, it's interesting to me, like because it so, is it- so COVID affected me in that like it sure. got a fire under my ass that we we distribute to 39 states now. Uh, wow. We, we've got representation in Montana, so I'm, I'm you know like we're 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 doing. Uh, uh, okay. You're doing all right. Uh, we could do better. We could do buy buy a shot there. I want to do better. Right. Um, but uh, like COVID really hasn't affected us other than just make me work harder. <laughs> I love it, man. Yeah, I'd be stressed out to shit because, you know, it, it is a thing that, that uh, the, these, these two drinks that, that you sort of need to sit with. And, uh, you know, I'm, anyway. Um, do you think I'll all like of it. us would need to do like that or is it just you? No, it's it, this is just me. I can't talk for everybody because I'm I'm too. No, you can. You literally have to because you didn't get the sake to. Uh, <laughs> it's right. Yeah. I have to live through you right now. Yeah, um, I, I don't know, Sully. I, having a, I'm having like a one hitter here of like what I don't even know what it is. I'll, I'll talk. Cup. I'll talk about you for a second. I think that you could probably work through it a little bit more than than me because I'm trying to okay. drink it and not only take it in and input it but then but then talk about it in some yeah. semblance of fashion but if I would just had to enjoy this 
like you're it's going okay. to, you could, you could, then you, you can, can just do it. You can unpack these feelings on subsequent shows over the next three months. You could bring it. You, you remember that one them. time I had that thing? Uh-huh. Over and over <laughs> and over again. Yeah. Well, okay. So the other one. city so sucky. The other. Uh, record, somebody record that hit. Yeah. <laughs> the other bottle uh, you wanted to get through, at least for the first break, I think is the Ronin Clear, right? Yeah. Okay. What is this? Well, I pope. Oh, by the way, uh, everybody. It, it's in a uh, fucking Grolsch bottle, which I love. I think that's great. I mean, it's obviously a larger bottle, <laughs> larger format, well, so, but uh, it's so a Grolsch cap one. 750 swing top. There you uh, go, baby. 750 swing top. Thank you. Uh, and, and and the reason for that is because people want to know what do they do with the bottle if they can't finish it in one day. Sake is actually incredibly oxygen tolerant and uh, will last far longer than beer or uh, or wine, whereas Wine turns to vinegar and, and, and beer does some weird shit. It turns yeah. to paper in like a day or two. <laughs> right. uh, so- sake is good for a week. And some people tell me longer, but I don't trust those people. <laughs> so so if you open the bottle, you know, a, a glass every day, you should not notice a, de- a de- degradation in, in flavor. Um, and it's refillable because it's sealable. So bring it back to the brewery oh, really? uh, and I'll refill it. Oh, nice. So it's like a like a growler, but cooler. Yeah, it's yeah. a very smart way of doing a packaging. Yeah, if you do say so yourself. So this is Junmai Ginjo. Yes, and Junmai means pure rice. Jun okay. and Mai, uh, it means pure rice. So there's, if you were to talk about the sake market broadly, it, it breaks into uh, Junmai or Hanjonzo. Hanjonzos have uh, uh, alcohol added. And uh, it's a style and a quality of sake. If you like it, it's good. I like it. I prefer Junmai. They have a more rounder flavor. They're less linear, less sharp. Uh, and uh, so Junmai means pure rice. Four simple ingredients, rice, water, koji, and yeast. Uh, and Ginjo refers to the polish of the rice, uh, referring to mm-hmm. it being uh, polished down to 60%, 60%. remaining 40% removed. Yeah, see, I listen. Uh, sake yeast number seven is our fermenter on this. And uh, I created the water profile not to map any uh, prefecture in Japan, but more to be like a homeostatic center out for, for fermentation. So I just I salted appropriately to 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 feed the the yeast. Okay, all right, that makes sense. So this is what I sense. I think this is what I should have done first because taste. So is this the same sake that's in the um, the session sakes? Yes, I I get it. I get, I get the drinks. You now. found it. I get the drinks now, because You're I can. You're a woman now. Yes, thank you very much. Because you know what I mean. Because I can, I can, I can taste the base of yeah, what's yeah. in those, what's in those drinks. Okay. And and I can because that's what sort of was fucking me up. Where it's like I, I'm looking for the sake, but then here's melon, and I'm looking for the sake, but then here's like vanilla, and you I wanted just wanted to find the base. Yeah, I just needed yeah. to do the thing. You were base hunting. I yeah. it it free base now you're free. To I'm base. free basin. That's well, you know. Look, man, out here in East Valley, East County, that's what we do. Um, it smells great. Um, it's it's this like almost woody, grainy, ricey thing. It's it is very unlike uh, some. I haven't had a lot of sakes, but it's it's unlike a lot of sake I've I've had because it it does have like a deeper flavor and and I guess woody doesn't make a lot of sense. But if you smelled it, you would know what I'm talking about. Is that is that a good? Do you think it's a good? Descriptor? That's literally the best you could do. Yeah, is it good enough for you to love me, Daddy? I, I love, dude. I've loved you for years. You're Thanks, great. man. 
See, this is the problem. This is this is why this is a show I I need more people on because it's hard for me to we were talking about this on some other show. It's it's hard enough just to taste beer and then talk about Sweet. it and that's it. But like this is something completely new and then you put it in cocktails. Yeah. Well, we it's a, a, and, and you're having to like figure it out on your own. I'm sitting here going like with a smiley face like isn't it great? <laughs> <laughs> the label looks great, doesn't it? Yeah. Just do it, Jason. You're Just doing tell great. Us that, yeah, you are doing great. <laughs> You're doing great. Um, so okay, so is is sort of well, never mind. Well, while you got your nose in there, I got a quick question for you. So, is your like what, what's your place look like? I mean, do you have a polisher? Do you have oh, like it's, filters? Do you, is it ginormous? Is it like a factory? What is, is it? Gorgeously uh, uh, pointed. Um, if you were to imagine it, it's a uh, gold and jewel encrusted. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. See, I mean, you have tanks and you have that's you know, the filters secret. and bathtubs. I have a series of bathtubs that I get in and out of. All right. That's <laughs> fine. That's good. No, that's a start. No, no. So uh, I have uh, uh, five three-barrel conical fermenters and six ten-barrel con- uh, um, conical fermenters uh, that I process my products through as well as my uh, barrel aging program and uh, – Offsite storage for maturation of other projects. I, 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 coming from a beer industry, if you were to imagine it, it's everything minus the brew house. Um, okay. And when people ask me about how big it is, it's like a lot of people just don't have the capacity to understand it. Not because they're, they're not uh, smart, but because it's there's not a good clear gauge. When we describe size of a brew house in beer, we describe throughput of uh, the brew house. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I've got a. 15 barrel five setup you know blah 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 uh uh you know uh but if we and then and then they have multiple tanks of varying sizes as much as they can finance um <laughs> and in me i don't have the the, I know the, the part. <laughs> <laughs> we could talk so and, and, and i also i saw on your you have a tasting room it looks great you have a great you. mural there of a yeah, a yeah. Um, he's our uh, ronin samurai and the, the concept ronin. behind that is that uh i brew uh, uh i have a masterless pr- uh ideology on brewing uh in japan they brew sake to taste like the sake before them and the, 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 the sake before them and iteration after iteration that I feel is a, uh, uh, kind of like degradation of flavor. Cause you're constantly mm-hmm. chasing the lightest flavor and that's not a true representation of local culture. Are they stuck? And so are they pigeonholing themselves uh, and they can't really grow because it's just, well, it's tradition and this is what we have to do. I think that that could be described during several periods of every alcohol production across the world throughout time, right? Mm. Like we could describe the bottle shock moments of wine. We could talk about how 96 wasn't the year to open a brewery for a lot of people. Um, but 2006 was right. And, and there's a, <laughs> so, so there's I was a, right. And that's all I got yeah, out of that. Yeah. 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 It's just, hey, you're, go ahead. Sorry. Um, I, I'm not. I don't have anything good to say. Go ahead. No, you did. You're about to say something really funny. <laughs> well, look, I'm I'm sitting with the sake, and it is it's very flavorful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. It's it's robust, but it's not overly so. It's uh, it's it's very good, man. I I so, I could so see here I'm, just sitting here sipping on it. I think this is I brew sake for the American palate. I want Americans to enjoy sake, and so our flavors are bolder. I have it's part yeah. of my protracted fermentation process. It, it builds up the umami, um, mm. and and then all those things add to give it 
thicker, bigger flavor. And, and, and I'm trying very hard to make it the most like, uh, easy way to bridge the gap into like losing your mind with sake and finding out how deep you how, buying another cooler for, uh, you know, Yes. Imported bottles. Yeah, because it's not it's not so like in your face where it would put anybody off, but it, there is enough there where it's not like here's a dry white wine. You know what I mean? Now, There's a little bit of boof. Lower acidity than wine, no tannins, sulfates, uh, and the uh, uh, longer fermentation profile tends to produce shorter chain alcohols that are more digestible. Uh, so sake is actually healthier to drink is what they tell me. Although you heard I'm, it here first. Uh, I'm, I'm also drinking alcohol. So it's very hard for me to like, you know, promote the health of that. Sure. Um, sake is we high in cyanic acid, which uh, pairs amazingly with uh, shellfish. Hmm. And uh, here's a secret pairing that nobody knows about sake. Uh-oh. Cheese. Tyrosine, the tyrosine crystals in Gouda or cheddar become umami fireworks when you're drinking sake. And uh, if God. you just get any sake and cheese, you'll have a wonderful time. But if you get my sake and Beehive Creamery out of Utah, you'll have the best of times. <laughs> beehive Creamery. That's it. Yeah. All right. Maybe I'll they can do stuff right. They got large white temples out there and cheese. Hmm. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. This you is- also have it on draft. I saw. It looks like you're tasting me a draft. Yeah, so we uh, we do our core four on draft, like which it. is our uh, Ronin Clear, our Ronin Cloudy, our PHG, which is pomegranate, hibiscus, and green tea infused. Uh, the pomegranate for the fruitiness, hibiscus for the floral notes, and the green tea actually acts like hops and a bitterness, earthiness that draws it back to center. I could definitely uh, see that. Yeah, green tea can can have this weird sweet bitterness to it. Yeah, and, yeah. and then uh, our hoppy sake is also on tap, which is cryo citra. I've done a ton of iterations and released many of them uh, in bottles. So if you can find them out there, they're dope. Um, so but, cr- how does that work with the with adding hops? Because cryo citra is like 26 uh, BUs or, or alpha acids, excuse me, and it's yeah. the sake talking. So like, how does how does how does that work? I mean, is that is it super bitter? Are you just using a minute amount? Are you looking for aroma? And what's driving the show on that? Well, Sully, okay, so, why don't gosh. we? Why don't we hang out for a second? Let's take a break. That's a perfect yeah. segue. I'll go grab the bottle that I have yeah. that you yeah. don't have, but I want to drink yeah. it. Um, oh, and then we're going to come back. Again. We'll talk He's about this. <laughs> we're going to talk about the Fine. whole thing. It'll be great. We're going to break it down. It'll be fun. Fantastic. Everyone. We're having fun. <laughs> yeah. It's the session. Fun. We're hanging out with Setting Sun Sake Brewing Company, San Diego, California. Josh is hanging out, dropping some sake knowledge. Hang on, everybody. We'll be right back. Tuned into this session. Because life's too short to listen to crappy radio. Alright, everyone, thanks for hanging around. It's the session. We're uh, here. We have three bottles of sake lined up in front of me, personally. Uh, Josh, we have the hoppy. Um, yeah. Uh, you want to do that first, or should we do the Treaty of Friendship? What should we what's the uh, order? Do here? the hoppy first. Hoppy, and then because the Treaty of Friendship is a wild wild experiment okay all right um, so uh sully go ahead and ask about your cryo hop uh, edition while i uh you know take 12 hours to figure out how to explain this oh you're gonna love this <laughs> yeah. do you yeah, know how so b- bitter ideas can be do you know how yeah. bitter i can it this isn't that so a lot of 
Wait, let's start over again. We totally blew that. Uh, <laughs> ask the question again. Do, the, do your question again. Do you know how bitter, I, bitter I can, IPAs can be? They can be really bitter, Josh. Well, this isn't that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you, uh, were you a child actor? You're so good. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm still an actor and maybe a child, too, but keep going. Yeah, I'm a man-child for sure. Um, so a lot of people talk about IPAs as a, a way of getting hops through to people. And uh, when people do a study of that, you, you have to look at the malt bill. I, and, and if I were to give praise to anyone, I think society has done the best job of that by becoming iconoclast for driving the driest fucking IPA possible. Uh, I, I think that they were like upfront for giving you before even like the brute IPA became a thing, just a, a super bright, crisp, salted IPA that, that allows the hops to shine through. Nice. Uh, but, but unfortunately you still have malt and in sake, you've got an ethyl extraction of post uh, post fermentation, ethyl extraction of, uh, the hop. And then, uh, funneling those flavors with no uh nothing to hide behind so it has aroma and no bitterness yeah and some flavor uh i think uh without leading the tasting although i might jump in on this it's got a lot of just uh, do it dude lychee and uh stone fruit it's got a lot of (laughs) tropical fruit notes that, that citra really does have in it but you can't get that past all the uh uh you know, other characteristics of a, a beer. So you think this is the purest expression of a hop? I'm thinking I'm trying to make people mad. And this is what I'm going to say to make people mad. <laughs> well, this is why I asked yeah. the question. I mean, this is the purest way to enjoy hops is in sake. There you go. <laughs> There's going to be a whole Reddit thread on that. I hope so. Just angry people everywhere yeah. in their, in their underwear. You're going to make worse beer blog for sure. Um, yeah, see, this you is okay. What? This is funky, man, because number one, I, uh, I want to let it warm up a little bit, but you smell it and it's like, it's like a fragrant, um, almost how fragrant like white wine can get, like the good white wines, but you know, in a hoppy form, like you said, there's that citrus, but it's not the grassy that you can get from IPAs. Um, it's not the carbonic, you know, whatever from the carbonation shooting in your nose. It's not all that malt that you were talking about. It is just this sort of like delicate, like, Sound angry, I'm a little bit. It's sort of delicate, like uh, it's almost like if the flavor was encased in gelatin. I don't know why I'm like conjuring that the image up, but that's what I'm going with. That's what it's fine. It's like a and jelly then, bean of hops. It, it really is, man. And then and then you taste it, and it's I don't I don't know if there's any hop flavor there. You said there is. I don't know if I'm getting it. Maybe it's too cold. Um, and it's not bitter at all. And it's no. this the 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 funkiest. You're like the funkiest. I don't know what the fuck you're doing down there, but you're like making funky though. Are you saying like Sante Adarius? No, 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 no. I'm I'm, I'm not saying funky in the term of like brewing. I'm saying funky in term like my headspace is like twisted around because I'm expecting a certain thing based on the aroma and the flavors delivering something different. And it's lacking the thing that I'm assuming should be in there, which is the bitterness. And I I, switch it on them. I like, yeah, I like it. I really do like it. I think it's very, very clever. It's good that you got the fifty dollars I put in that box. Well, you know, <laughs> I'll, if you I'll, didn't want to use the word clever. Yeah, bro, I'm poor yeah. as shit. I will find. No, no, I will I, find money. I am clever. <laughs> but I you know what I mean. I'm not. I'm not trying to like blow smoke. But it is a. This is a. This is a. A, a sake you can have with other beverages. You can have this okay, as like so, a back, right, or whatever. I like it. And you can like pair it. it with food. 
but but let's jump into this beer. I brewed this beer to make people upset. Okay. You did you really? Did you like honestly try to like just piss people off by doing this? I love uh, it. McKellar, let me. <laughs> <laughs> Is that where you got the hops from? No, no. The the Treaty of Friendship was a collaboration we did with McKellar. It's actually their product. Yeah. Um, oh no, we're not talking uh, about the Treaty of Friendship. The 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 hoppy. Oh, we're no, doing no, the, hop- the hoppy? Yeah, oh, yeah, no, yeah. No, no, no. I, I buy the hops from uh, hop purveyors. Uh, okay. Like I, yeah, no, I, like when I have rice, I have tons of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I just, because we, like, I, I think maybe we jumped timelines there for a second. So uh, yeah, we, we weren't on Treaty of Friendship yet. Oh, well, I'm not done with this one. Ah, I'm trying to figure no, this one out. It. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's great. It's it's good. Uh, I like it. I like it a lot. Man, if I, I would have this with a fucking Coors Banquet. Just sit there so and drink both. Are you saying that that's the best way to have hops? Or are you saying that that's the best way to shotgun into a Coors so Coors could have hops? I'm saying that both fla- both <laughs> flavors complement each other. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I like it, I man. Made, I should have made that drive out there today. I you really should have. Sully, look. It's I, okay. Drive I'm, to me. Come hang out. Okay. I'm All cap- right. I'll see you guys. I've seen a little while. <laughs> Sully, I've capped both of these. Um, Eight hours later, I will uh, uh, definitely Who's save there? him for you, Sean. What? Oh, that's right. <laughs> God, it's okay. As it's warming up, I'm getting some of those hop flavors, some of those like citrusy, you know, the grassy notes that you get from from hops. But it is very, very different. Look, beer drinkers, you got to find this because it will definitely flip your wig, dude. It's weird. I'm flipping wigs. It's weird. It's it's weird, Josh. I'm sorry, but it's weird. Yeah. And it's very good. Uh, no, no. I, I wanted to be weird, though. Like, r- really, if I was going to be anything, isn't weird the way to be? Yes, I agree. Yeah. Are you going back to uh, Arizona Bay? Is that, uh, that what I saw? <laughs> no, I was I've, chasing it. He's chasing it. I'm rinsing my glass out with signature select seltzer water. Because that's uh, I'm going to rinse. Rinse my glass out with this delicious McKellar beer I was just handing. <laughs> this is becoming an advertisement for my neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> Are you close to the McKellar, the McKellar guys down there? Emotionally and uh, physically. Yeah, it's- we're we're uh, walking distance. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. All right. I love it. What's the connection between you two since you brought it up? Uh, no, no. Well, we did the collab. We've got the Treaty of Friendship there that I would love for you to to give your opinion on on the air because I literally brewed it to piss people off. You want to do it now? Uh, yeah, do it now. Do that. <laughs> we'll do it live. Uh, All right, what is it? So the, my friendship is uh, some of them like to come here and drink after work, but they all do it responsibly and uh, without driving home. Sure. Because it, it, it takes a lot of good beer to make great wine. It takes a lot of good sake to make great beer. That's right. But it takes uh, one DUI to undo it all. So. Right. And uh, so that beer is a... Uh, Smoked peach goza. It's salted. It's smoked. It's sour. It's fruited. It's it's all those things. Oh yeah, you're an asshole. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I am. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Bring it. It's a, a smoked yeah. peach cobbler. Yeah. Is the uh, way is the way it smells. <laughs> that sounds good. It does actually. Honestly, that sounds really good. See now, I now I think my brain has been melted by your uh by your by your brain. I may have put drugs in that. Hmm. Hell yeah. All right, let's let's taste it. Oh yeah, I absolutely hate it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. Why do you hate it? I'm kidding. No, it's it's very it's <laughs> fuck. See, here's the problem with you, Josh, is that you're you're not. I mean, charming. You're, you're not brewing one. Likeable. You're not brewing one thing. 
I mean, you do the sake and 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 it's good and 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 that aside, right? Just the plain sake is, is that aside. But everything I've had from you is is just like a spin on something with this other shit added into a base that most people don't have an experience with. And so I think that's sort of melted your brain. And no, then, I'm really and, good with my mouth. Yeah, and then you thank you. And then you come with think something like this. And it's just, I don't know that anybody else could come up with something weird like this because it's smoky and it's peachy and it's sweet, it? but it's not. And it's a little bit tart, but it's sort of not. And it's like, it's just this funky thing, man. It's are good. Just, is, it, is it because you're trying to contextualize it? Just trying to like put it in, like wrap I gotta, your no, brain around I ha- it? Well, I have to. it for what it is? No, I can't. I, I physically can't you do that. See, it's like saying like this band sounds like, I don't know, uh, Mumford and Sons meets uh, you know the Rolling Stones or whatever. Yeah, but and you don't understand, but but that's my job, right? That's what I'm supposed to be doing is talking about it. So I have to I have to put it in a concept to then translate it out. And it's like that filter is sort of clogged with Josh's weirdness. I can't, it's like hard for me to deal with. It's the name of the next beer, by the way. It's So if you really want to have a it's good time, check the untapped on this. The untapped is lit. Oh, I am sure they, they just fire you up over this. So explain to me this beer, please. Uh, so I can't take 100% credit of this. This happened after uh, several drinking sessions of uh, enjoying beer and sake and talking about how sideways we could possibly get. Like, how can we nail a style the wrongest way? And uh, and I got to say that Dan Caddy over there, McKellar, really uh, brought the heat, man. He, he hit the right amount of smokiness for the right amount of salinity, the right yeah. amount of uh, acidity. And then everything else just jives. And so it's not that it's one thing. It is all those things all together and one. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm, not, I'm not trying to say that I'm good. This is, this is 100% McKellar's job. No. I just was next to him while they did it. Well, what's, what's your role? Was, was it your idea and then they just they brewed it? Is there sake in it? Did you have anything to do with it? Um, uh, so, so, yeah, no, I, I, I mean, we talked about the recipe and there's some koji okay. in it. And, uh, okay. and so there's... Yeah, there's there's elements of sake, although this is more of like a have fun and make beer, uh, which Love is, it. I mean, when we do things, let's just have fun and make beer. Well, I appreciate it. it's uh, under 5%. So Yeah, it's well, I wanted to have something to drink. And uh, I got this really like, I don't know how to respond to this because I'm, I'm not like a real person, I think. But the GM of McKellar looked at me the other day and he's like, hey, he looked at his, his Apple Watch his email. Apple. Oh, there's a palette of uh, your... Your, your, the, the Treaty of Friendship rounding the Horn of Africa on its way to Europe right now. It's like, man, does that mean that I have a collab that's going international? That's cool. I like that. That's awesome, dude. <laughs> yeah, congrats. That's so cool. Yeah, so it, that's maybe like people in Europe, go buy that stuff. It's good. It is good. <laughs> it is good. And and part of me didn't want it to be. I don't know why. Um you're a hater. Yeah, I'm a super fucking hater, dude. But that the sour comes through again as it's warming up because I just took them right out of the fridge. Um, the 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 smoke is sort of blending with that sourness, like the sour is coming through a little bit more. It's dude, it's a good beer. So so now that your palate's primed, uh, go ahead and clear it and hit that brewberry. That is my uh, affectation of a lambic, like a, a frambois, right? You'd have a a raspberry fruited uh, lambic. This is a blueberry fruited. Uh, Lambic, although I went with the Japanese pronunciation of blueberry to hone it in. Buruberry. Um, Buru, buruberry? Buruberry, yeah. Do you, do you worry, well, as I open this, do you worry about um, 
And I know you and Sully were talking about a little bit. Uh, uh, Josh does not worry about anything. <laughs> just about like uh, like pressure from being traditionalist. But do you worry about like labels of cultural appropriation or something stupid like that? Okay, so so I one hundred percent worry about being accurate. I be I, I I am every day, all day, reading as much as I can and checking. And uh, literally, my buddy Yosuke, he's the brewmaster of Toji of Gekikan. Uh, America and and he uh, I, I send him all of my labels. He's my he's my checkpoint, and he may not okay. like this being public, but he's my checkpoint. Like, does that vibe with you? Are you mad? And everything he sends back is it's great, it's great. So either he wants me to fail, or, or, or <laughs> he hates me or loves but, me. But realistically, I uh, I don't worry about cultural appropriation because I'm not trying to tell anyone I'm Japanese. Where I'm coming from from that is like is like I'm I'm into the like tiki drinks and tiki bars and shit like that and they've gotten a lot of flack for being culturally misrepresenting or you're culturally appropriate or whatever and I, I I can understand that but then I can also not and so I'm like I'm sort of in so, this so world to address that um, there's a lot of people concerned about pushback mm-hmm. okay and I think those people. <laughs> I think those people should do push-ups. I think those people should Man, run on that's the That's a good way to put it, dude. I, th- I think that there's a lot of people that are like have extra calories to burn yeah. and shouldn't be so worried about it. Like uh if they are, call me. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, you know, I and I think what the differentiation is um is that you it's not cultural appropriation if you're doing it right. If you're doing justice by the method and and you know you know the terms and you know where they come from and you understand all the things that then I think is just paying homage or just taking up the mantle or trying to just move things in a different direction. That last one, yeah, yeah. You're not you're not. Uh, the, so if I were to if I were to t- if I were to toot my own horn and say what I'm really trying to do, man. Yeah. When I find something I like, I do a deep dive. I want to go back to its roots. I want to understand it from its core, from a from an agricultural standpoint, from a cultural yeah. standpoint, from a from an affectation of taxation and government and like this, there's a lot of things that dictate what we do, what we call a, a finished product. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and in no way am I trying to tell people I'm Japanese. I use California rice. I use California techniques. I'm a California person. But what I do is I, <laughs> I, I am a person of California. I assure true. You. Yeah. <laughs> Documentation. I pay taxes. Prove it. What's your social? <laughs> Let's go. But what's my social? Yeah. Oh, uh, no. hold your COVID um, test up with your birth date on it too, so we can put the two together. But <laughs> I, to, I, to, I, to prove that I've been kidnapped. Yeah, uh, I see what you mean, though. I mean, I see so, what you're so, saying. So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to ring a bell as loud as I can, and I'm trying to say, "Hey guys, beer is really cool, wine's really cool, meat is really cool, cider meat's not really that cool." Uh, the side was really cool. Yeah, I have a mead collaboration coming out with Lost Cause. <laughs> I think they're amazing. Nice, uh, but uh, really, but like, there's yeah. Okay, yeah, I, 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 I just I wasn't doubting. I'm just asked. Uh, uh, so no, there's a lot of things that that I think are really cool, and I think sake is cool. And if I could make it, I'm going to make it my way. Mm-hmm. I hope you've enjoyed it. And if you're when you're done, please buy a Japanese sake and then go further. Right. If you really enjoyed that one beer, you'll have another and another and you lose your mind as a ticker, I guess. Yeah. And I think that's that's like the you know, where the I think the tiki culture is sort of going or maybe has been for a little bit. I don't know. But it's like, you know, you have a tiki mask on your wall. Well, if learn if that's actually a real tiki 
god or not. Like real, learn if that's a real Polynesian thing or if someone just made it up, and just learn a little bit about the cultures that these come from. So then it's not necessarily so you know kind of weirded out, and 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 that's what that's what you're that's what you're doing. I mean, you you so- you're in the thing. Sake is ultimately Japanese, and there's no way to make sake other than the Japanese way of making sake. When I yeah. first got into it, I really thought I was smart, and I thought I could make anything, yeah. and I thought I could do sake as if I was doing beer or meat or or cider. And what I really learned was there was no brewing method other than the sake brewing method to make sake. Because they had like and thousands and thousands of years of doing it. So, and you were thinking of like. I, I give pushback on that. Now we're going to come into pushback that I'm putting out there is, there is we when go. we talk about, when we talk the, the, in the pre interview, what are things you're angry about? Angry. <laughs> um, yeah, you're welcome. If, to we, if we were to talk about beer, we don't talk about beer lost in history it's an affectation of modernity right louis pasteur changed the way beer is made the mm. Heitzkevot changed the way beer is made bringing it further every every iteration pulls it further into modernity to the point that we now use all kinds of spectrometry spectrometers to analyze our beer to make sure it's within spec to do to do things and it's no longer connected to its roots of being uh you know in an amphora or a, a hole in the ground it's to to say that there's hundreds of years of beer is to say that it's not mm. the beer we're drinking today mm. and to say that there's thousands of years of brewing tradition in japan one of my favorite facts is that there's japanese breweries with trees on the grounds that are older than america right their brewery is li- been in, in production for longer than America has been a thing. And so you have to give credence to that. Just like uh, Fuller's has been around since the 1800s and you have to appreciate that. Um, but the sake they produce now is not representative of the sake they produced hundreds of years ago because consumer palates have changed, uh, transportation, uh, pasteurization, all these techniques have affected what we now consume. Are you going to speak? That's, That's me being rich. opinionated. No, that, may, that makes a lot of sense, man. And and I, I think if, if people are going to drill down into figuring out, well, what's appropriate or what's not, or what is traditional or what's not, then you sort of do have to keep going further and and define what traditional actually means. And that's how I tricked you into loving me as I bamboozled you with words. <laughs> you actually did. I'm buy, I just bought a timeshare from you. Just yeah. The <laughs> yeah. Um, are, are you ever going to do a collaboration with like a Japanese sake brewery? Is that a thing? Uh, as soon as they fly me out there, man. I, okay. I can be yeah. I'm very cheap. Okay. Hell yeah, dude. You, uh, should, and, and, you should push that. You have to push that. How cheap I am? I have been for years. No, no, no. (laughs) Or like a Japanese brewery or like, you know, I feel like that's just sort of a natural fit, but maybe that's me like assuming too much. I'm going to try this brewery. Funaguchi, if I could, if I could fuck with Funaguchi, man, I, I, am that is my number one sake because that's what got me in. That's my uh, Newcastle, if you were. Was he, uh, that's my downtown Brown. Wasn't that a, wasn't that a guy on the Sopranos? Big Funaguchi, yeah. Funaguchi <laughs> to you. Uh, right? So, 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 like, I, I would love to, but, but to the degree that, man, uh, there, if you wanted Wiremans or Breeze or Muttons, it, you can get any malt on any corner in America because home brewing's been legal for years, and the knowledge Fred Eckhart broke his back getting out there for everybody. Mm. Uh, you, you know, like, but if you want a, a 
rice polished to a specific semi-buoy, a yeast that's only been selected and bred in Japan. You want what's – there's no infrastructure. So every everything I've done has been hand-built and, and like – forced into to life so i'm not trying to like say it's too much it's just it's what i needed to do um and so i've been busy you guys i want to go to japan hopefully somebody hears this and sends me there <laughs> it's totally gonna happen <laughs> yeah man yeah all right i'm drinking the burberry burberry thank you <laughs> what's it called say the name say the name for me hit, hit every phoneme baruberry baruberry yeah hit every phone it's easy yeah. So that's like a, my interpretation of an American lambic through sake fruited to uh, be that. Uh, and, and it's not sweet blueberry. It's uh, It's got all of the unctuous, earthy, antioxidant flavors that are in blueberry with bright acidity and funk and barrel. And you can take time on this one while you absorb it. Please be a super taster. Yeah. Well, look, first of all, I can't be something I already am. You know what I mean? I just am the thing, right? <laughs> can't turn it on or off. You think Superman could turn off his x-ray vision? No, he's always looking at if you have tumors. No, he sometimes turns it off. That's what I read. <clears throat> no, he can't. He can't do it. Um. So, Okay. Chardonnay barrel aged feral sake fruited with blueberry. What is a feral sake and should I get a rabies test? Yes, you should, but <laughs> okay. uh, um, you had a COVID test, you're fine. So, so feral usually indicates a beer that's not inoculated with a uh, selected strain. And then mm. uh, when we discuss that, it's, it's usually from the open biome. And I, I, I affected that through open top fermentation. And uh, here we are. See, okay, so this it this is what I'm getting. You can't tell me did, I'm did, wrong. Did, was that nice? Did I sound like a dick? No, it was fine, man. You uh, did great. But it sounded good. Yeah, I, I tuned out halfway through. Um, <laughs> it tastes your, like sake. It tastes like um, there's like a hint of blueberry pancake syrup, and you can't tell uh-huh. me I'm wrong because that's what I fucking taste. But I, I, I'm guessing uh-huh. it's I've that. I've never had blueberry pancake syrup or your mother's burnt bread pudding. It's Michael that. Jackson. It's going. that. Uh, it's that. The 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 wood coming through with sort of that those kind of like toasted qualities. But that How blueberry funky is it though? It's funky. It's funky. And when I say blueberry pancake syrup, it's like I hop blueberry pancake syrup. But it's not sweet. It, it's not that sweet. But it's those flavors where that's how. Uh, I don't know. Nice you were with how much blueberry you added. I think you got the the additions correct. I think you got the amounts of different things very very uh, accurate as far as what people are going to enjoy. This is very very good. It's funky and it's tart, but, but it's like not. But you like if you were a sour beer drinker, right? You, yeah, if you for sure. Shit. Dude, yeah. No, no, no. Absolutely. Yeah, so if, you, if you like sour beer, you'd like the sour sake. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. to to top it all off, at the end. You taste the sake, especially from yeah. tasting the Ronin Clear. You use I, I now I know what the flavors are at the end of the thing, right? At the end of the palate, at, at the end of the tasting, yeah. this is what it is, right? It's, this is the foundation. It's like it's like you you built up this house or this building, and then as you drink it, and as you clears your palate, it tears all the way down, and what you're left with is that foundation, which is that sake. 
And it's, and it's that, that's cool. what I want to do to your soul. I want to tear you down and what's left Bro. is just the best parts of you after you drink the sake. Uh, Josh, I'm what's called a podcaster, okay? I don't have a soul. I'm a podcaster. Okay. Man, I watched this documentary on Netflix. It's the, the uh, murder at the Hotel Cecil, which is fucking awful. It's terrible. Watch it. That's okay. the one that's the hotel in LA? Yeah. If and it's like, it, about yeah. ears up, I leave. No, no, I'm, I'm not going to do that yet. Um, but ears up. Really? Uh, podcast.com. They're going to serve your sake there one day well and they so they have they have like like uh people on that are like internet snoops they're nosy dicks on internet anyway but they're called web sleuths they call themselves web sleuths and this guy's like whoa what would i call myself i would call myself a youtuber and i'm like oh you called yourself a youtuber and then i realized that i call myself a podcaster all the time and the same thing yeah, anyway no, but people have been asking me about this they're like oh you're gonna be on the brewing network and i'm like yeah you have no idea how stoked i am uh, Dude, I, I appreciate like, it. So, man. is it like a podcast? I'm like, no, it was. It's been on the radio before, I think, for a little bit, and uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's some TV. I think they're they're, they're yeah. a media network. That's true. <laughs> Never doubt us, man. I really, uh, you know, fuck all the haters. No, this is yeah. it is. It's very good, man. I like it. It's not sour. It's tart, but yeah. it's funky. There's a whole lot of uh, things going on. And so, yeah. when you say you're in like 35 states or whatever. It, all your, pro- all your product line? W- could I find uh, this no, in just, Montana? Just the nonsense I pushed the TTB, man. That is a nightmare. Um, so so we do a lot of tasting room exclusive releases, and uh, those we those are great. And and then we put out what uh, what we make the biggest batches of, kind of thing. Okay. We get that nationwide. So our core four, our core four is our year round production. Uh, our Ronin Clear, uh, which you tried, or Hoppy, which you tried. Yep. The PHG is our pomegranate, hibiscus, and green tea infused. And then a Nigori is actually the exact same brewing recipe and process as the Ronin Clear, just not always the same batch. Like if you try them in parallel, we make different volumes of them because all sake is filtered. It's to the degree that you filter it kind of thing. So okay. um, it's a unique study on sake. I love it. It's cool, man. Um, it's exciting. Yeah, I like it. I think it's rad. We uh, just launched on our uh, website today. If anyone's hearing this, we launched a homebrew kit. Um, we'll send you wow. uh, a bucket, an airlock, uh, and raw in- and ingredients. You have to provide your own water and heat and uh, effort. Oh, I'm out. But uh, but <laughs> water? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, fuck Come on, that shit. Effort? God damn. You're crazy, man. Uh, but but on the other side of that is I'll really email you back if you want to get good at it. So like I I truly think that beer has had the uh, zeitgeist effect where where craft beer went from this thing where I was producing a local Bavarian Hefeweizen and I'd go to a local bar and go, don't you want to have this on over Pyramid? And no no fault to Pyramid, but I'm just saying local and craft. And they go, no, nobody buys that. Everyone buys Bud Light. And then ten years later. They have 50 taps, <laughs> right? And, and they, they all hyper exclusive. And I go, can I get a Miller light? And they're like, what are you, some kind of slob? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> and so, so now I'm hoping that, that like, it starts with like, you get one tap of Arizona Bay or one tap of little cloudy or a Ronin clear and then 50 taps one day in the future, but it all starts somewhere. And, and so this is where we're at. Right. And home brewing. The, the closer you can get to it, the more you can understand it. The, the, if you feel you have an opinion about it, you might buy more of it. So we have a homebrew kit. Uh, email me and I'll give you all the pointers. What's your email? Uh, yeah, I'm on email? your website right now. It's uh, 
What's your email address? Uh, it's yeah. great to see that up there. Oh, good. You should get one, man. I'll talk you through it. I, I think j- you know fermentation. A little bit. I don't know, but maybe. <laughs> I'll, I'll buy one. Simple one down. Multiple parallel fermentation for those that are trying hard. So we, you know, at at More Beer, we used to import this sake kit. It was like a little tiny packet, but it had the co- the koji, yeah, um, on it, and it was a thing. And I made some, and it was the nigiri, the nigiri, nigiri. The fish. You made fish. I made fi- I made the fish from it, which is you fucking weird. Fish. So I solved the hunger problem in the world. Uh, turn rice into fish. I'm basically the fish, Jesus Christ. No, the no, while while doing podcasts. Well, no, this was before. This is at Morbid. Podcast. Um, but it, anyway, the, the the it was from Japan, and they stopped making it. Whatever, but it was like it was cool. It was the the no. Come on, tell me what it's not nori. Oh, so 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 no no the cloudy shit. It was, it was nigori. Nigori. Uh, okay. Yeah. And it was translates it was, to cloudy. It, it was good. Translates to cloudy. And it was so you're good. It was easy. It was easy to do. So I yeah. I would buy a kit from you, man. I would I would do that again. That sounds like fun. So here here's the thing. I think personally, sake is far more forgiving because it's not oxygen uh, mm. uh, susceptible. Like you could you could have the roughest skills, and you're not going to end up with a paper bomb. Right. Uh, it's far more forgiving, although it's articulated. There's four days involved. There's oh, there's wow. a month of it being, you know, you got to maybe separate it a little bit. But but what you yield. Um, is, is you waging war with two biological agents and uh, and modernity? I mean, it's what's it's the website? The gods, give me the website. Uh, set, settingsunsake.com because God. sake comes from the land of the rising sun, and here in San Diego is where the sun sets. That's true, man. That's, Did I do the pitch? God damn, that's clever. Good job. I don't know. Uh, uh, Chris I'm Rogers not, uh, in Josh the Xingcheng. Uh, I'm, I'm getting help with my own email, but he spelled it wrong. Okay. Uh, Josh, J O S H, at settingsunsake.com. Uh, <laughs> nice. If you want to, if you're mad at me, if you're happy with me, okay. if you feel nothing at all, email yeah. me. All right. Send me your pictures. Yeah. Send you NTFs, man. Uh, Chris Rogers in the chat, who's one of our ugliest listeners, I'm just kidding, um, says, makes the make the horchata sake again. You made it a horchata uh, sake? So, so we've played around with the horchata sake as a uh, Sir Khalifa's resident. I want to represent my Southern California brethren. Yeah, uh, dude, it but sounds that's our little cloudy. That, that, is that, it really? That morphed in, it morphed into our little cloudy. It's it's one of those things where people are going to be very contentious and say that I made it best in this year or better in that oh, year. Well, sure. And I'm I'm really fucking sick of hearing it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'll, I will tell you, Chris also says that you are the biggest revolution in San Diego brewing since Stone. Oh, whoa! I, Which, Stone was my favorite job ever. That was the last square job I had that I enjoyed. And uh, one of the things about Stone that I think is resonant to what we do is Stone when I was there did not win that many GABF awards because they were not brewing to style. Mm-hmm. They brewed what they wanted because they wanted to. And that was kind of cool. Yeah. And so I'm doing that. And I'm not trying to tell people I make great Japanese sake that comes later. I'm going to release the Kaiju later this year. And that'll be my uh, love letter to Japan. But, uh, your kai- but until then, okay. I, your Kaiju is more I, of like a, like a traditional, so, so the, the, the Ronin is an affectation of what California sake would look like because I use California rice. I use Calif- white labs uh, yeast. They're right down the street from me. Oh, so nice. I can get really, really mad at the person when it's not great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's always great. It's actually, I have no problems with them. Of course. Uh, but uh, 
we do everything in California that puts us outside of the Japanese aesthetic. So, so I wrote a recipe to be in that thing and, and that'll be the kaiju and that's coming out. I, I did this really rad label for it. I'm excited on that project. Awesome, man. Sweet. That's cool. Setting, uh, setting sun sake.com. Setting sun sake.com. We, we have go. got our Sakura special currently and proceeds go to the Japanese friendship garden during the cherry blossom festival. Oh, uh, please you, support man. them because I love beautiful gardens. That's cool. And you have a um, you have a like a, a supporters club, the Ronin Club. The Ronin Club are those people. So right behind me are these wood slats. You see the black frame with uh, people's names in it. Yeah. Uh, if you wanted to say you were really really cool and you were hipper than all of your friends, Fuck. see now you, that's you, me. You, that's me. You're you talking put to me. Your name. Yeah. If you want to put a tile somewhere. Like maybe the Brewing Network would have one. No, just or, me. Or Fuck the Brewing Network. Just, just me. Just Jason Petro. Just, just me. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were cool. So no. you join our club and you get you get Ronin coin and you could spend it for sake ships to you or you could rent our tasting room for your own personal event if you wanted to drive down here on one of your uh, acid-fueled Disneyland adventures. Oh, <laughs> man. You know what? I would, but like that that fucking road, that highway between between L.A. and San Diego is just the most yeah. terrible fucking invention in the entire universe. That three hours is like eight hours usually. It sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, fly down here, <laughs> yeah. hang out here, and then you're, that's your problem after that. And just come up. here. Yeah. <laughs> no, that sounds great, man. Josh... Man, I I appreciate it. You know what I would love to do is get you guys get you on the uh, I think Bruce Strong. I think I that have would a be lot a of opinions. That would be a cool show. Yeah. Do. So maybe cool. I'll, I'll put I, you in touch with them, dude. I, I I really love deep dives, and and if you gave me uh, something to talk about, I would definitely uh, maybe talk about it. <laughs> yeah, probably, sure, sort of, kind of, sort of, kind of. Well, yeah. yeah. Cool. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. And like I said, you were more than generous with the beers you gave me. Uh, the Treaty yeah. of Friendship is the best Mickler beer I've had. I think you did great. Yeah, no, no, no. That's Sweet. that's nice that you like McKellar, but t- tell well, me I didn't one, say which that. was your favorite sake that you had. I said I said you, I said it was the best if, McKellar beer that I had. <laughs> right, right. But of the sake that you had, like how how do you uh how do you how do you land? Are you A Z Bay? Are you a little cloudy? What are you doing? Um, I'm gonna hold you down and beat you up. You know what? I'm little cloudy. I'm team little cloudy. Team a little cloudy. Yeah, for uh, sure. Well, Sean, you and I should hang out sometime. We'll get dinner. Uh, we can talk about beer, and then you can try the sake then. I'll be nice. I would like to do that. Yeah, I like the way you, lo- you love I'm not invited. out and have dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll kiss. Maybe we'll hug. I don't know. We'll see what the sake makes us do. We just we're not going to make babies, so it's safe. Let's go. That's right. <laughs> That's right. All right. Thanks a lot, everybody, for tuning in. Yeah, I really appreciate great. it. Uh, SettingSunSake.com. Email Josh. Go to uh, the website. Buy the sake kit. You should make it at home. Uh, it'll be really cool. And then email us and CC email Josh and, and tell us how Josh, cool it is. Yeah. yeah, Josh uh, at Setting Sun Sake because I, I want to help homebrewers. If you have a, a legitimate question about homebrewing and you want to get it, I'll answer your question per your region and give you suppliers per your region. I don't need you to support me. Also, if you bought my homebrew kit, I will talk you through the whole thing. Damn. That's nice. You have a lot of time on your hands, clearly. No, I don't. But I, yeah. I want to, I, I want to grow sake as, as a, as a whole. Well, I think you're doing a good job, dude. Honestly, yeah, it's good stuff. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, everybody. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll talk to you guys later.